0: If you are giving it your best to maintain your compliance obligations, if you're doing everything that you're supposed to do, but when you go through an audit or an exam, you can't show that you did it, it doesn't matter that you did it. And the regulators don't have the ability in that situation to give you the benefits of empathy. They can feel it. But that isn't their job. What their job is, is to see that you've documented that you did what you say you did.
1: Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Mac Bartine. Mac was introduced to me by a mutual friend, and I checked out his website and his company, Smart RIA, and it turns out he is directly in the compliance space with some incredibly cool solutions. So he has graciously agreed to come on the podcast, Matt, with that incredibly long-winded introduction. First of all, thank you so much for coming on, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tom. It's my pleasure. So in doing a little research on you, you've really done a variety of things. I'm not sure I'd go so far as, I don't know if a renaissance man is what you would characterize yourself, but a lots of different activities. And I was wondering if you could give our listeners a sense of your professional background and what led you to literally uh, moving into the compliance space. Sure.
0: So my professional background, as you said, is varied. My first real job out of grad school was with a software startup. And that experience really gave me the startup bug, if you will. I found that it was an environment that I enjoyed being in. And I grew up in a creative household and a scientific household. And it married those two things that I'd, I'd found I enjoyed. And I also grew up enjoying helping people. And it was the first time that I saw that technology really can help people at scale. So I fell in love with startups and uh, started several of my own, learned a lot, had a couple small exits, and invested in startups, mentored startups, and so became well-known in the local community that Smart RIA is based in, which is Knoxville, Tennessee. And I was asked to lead Smart RIA by the founder of the company, Roger Kiger, who had an idea and a minimum viable product and needed someone to take that and turn it into a business. So it was good timing for me. I liked Roger. I liked the market. There's definitely a lot of opportunity to help people in compliance. And that's what brought me here.
1: This podcast will go up on a series called Innovation and Compliance. You are one of the few that hits both innovation and compliance. It's mainly about me talking to people with some innovation, whether it be a product, whether it be a service, whether it be a new idea, whether it be a something. I've talked to multiple entrepreneurs on this podcast, and a handful of them really articulated what you did, which is they enjoy the startup process. They find it intellectually challenging. They find it emotionally satisfying. They generally get to pick and choose the products and services that they help market and grow and then deliver to customers. And it really sounds like that process is something that uh, you've really enjoyed. And then, of course, overlaid with the creativity and entrepreneurial skills or, or interests that you already had, it seems like that's almost could be a career path now. You ever thought about anything like that?
0: Absolutely. That's the career path that I consider myself to be on, which is finding problems that I can be passionate about solving and building solutions and teams to make that happen.
1: Let's turn to Smart RIA. You told us about getting involved with the company, but I was wondering, what was it uh, about the product? Let me step back. There's a bunch of lawyers listening to this podcast, and they may not know what a minimum viable product means. My wife is in IT, so I'm lucky that I understand it. But could you explain what that is and why that function is so critical in the startup process?
0: The minimum viable product is essentially, I've recognized a problem. I believe that I can solve it. I want to solve it. I have expertise in the area that helps me to solve it. And I've paid software developers to build a first version that I can take out to the market and say, this is something that I think can help. What do you think? Do you like it? Do you want to pay for it? Do you hate it? Should we change it? That's what the minimum viable product is. It's the minimum product. Developed that you can take to the market and say, Here we are. We'd love to get your feedback.
1: So, what was the problem that the smart RIA solution, at least in the form of the minimum viable product, identified? And then, what solution did you see that it brought to that problem?
0: In a nutshell, is that the compliance obligations in the wealth management space in the US and across the world is complex, it's growing, and it takes up a lot of time and resources. It causes a lot of stress. People need solutions to help them to succeed at being compliant. Even if they want to be compliant, they can still fail because it's complex. And the vast majority of people are not attorneys. They're not experienced in managing compliance in their given industry. So they need a source of structure that understands where they are, what they need to achieve, and provides that framework to them.
1: Who are the customers of Smart RIA?
0: So the customers of Smart RIA have variety, actually. We have customers ranging from over $10 billion in assets under management with hundreds of professionals that are being monitored and provided with resource to help them to manage their own compliance responsibilities within the company to single person company with probably as low as less than a million dollars in assets under management. It could be an accounting firm that's just started to offer wealth management services in, in addition to their tax services, for example. So We have a wide variety of customers.
1: So, what does the Smart RIA platform provide in terms of an overall compliance solution?
0: Quite a bit. In the early days, the minimum viable product that you were asking about was geared towards collecting files and had some basic workflows in it to manage basic compliance responsibilities. We've grown from that to To have dozens of different types of data that are pulled into the product and the examples of that include file storage but it can be for the entire company where everyone has access to a repository of important documents to management focused files to individual files client files account files So a wide variety, and all of those have different purposes within compliance and compliance tracking. Workflows that range from the basic compliance calendar, where something is assigned to you and you complete it by the due date, to something has happened within the company that the compliance team is alerted to and the person involved or people involved are alerted to, and they can work together to remediate it. We also have and employee trade monitoring for front running, which is very specific to our industry where an investment advisor as a fiduciary can't trade for themselves in order to benefit based on the trades they're doing for their clients. And so you have to show that the order of trades are benefiting the clients first and the employee second vendor due diligence, and data governance, access to data, archiving, and surveillance of emails. Uh, it's just a, a smattering of the solutions that we offer.
1: Many of the compliance professionals listening to this podcast are not in regulated industries, but they're certainly going to be very familiar with the many of the terms you've just used there. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk with you about your work in Smart RIA is it's really innovative, and I see lots of crossover. But let me focus on a couple of areas that you articulated there. One is vendor due diligence. In probably every compliance program under any law I've ever heard of, third parties, vendors, whatever you might characterize them, are a key risk that has to be managed. How does the smart RIA platform start that process? And I'm going to ask you to expand upon the service part in another question.
0: As you said, vendor due diligence, vendor management, third-party management. This is a key to managing cybersecurity risk. You have to understand who you're working with and what precautions they're taking as a business to protect you from cyber risk. And you need to be able to see documentation that makes you comfortable with that. So our solution captures things like a a vendor attestation where they're stating we have SOC 2 type 2 certification. We are doing these different policies and procedures to protect your data. This is our policy on how we treat your data in terms of privacy. Lots of different things that people need to know and the regulators want people to collect information on and show that they've done that, that they've done their due diligence to be able to say this is a vendor that is going to help us maintain the integrity of our client data. So we also have employee access to data. We take that list of vendors that they've conducted due diligence on with our platform. And we look at the employees that are in the platform and allow them to indicate which employees are using which vendors, what's their level of access within each vendor, And what that builds is a 360-degree map of here's who has access to data, here's the data risks with each vendor, here's the data risks with each employee, and then also be able to track things like incident reporting and employee devices, laptops, and et cetera. And all of that is important to managing data governance and vendor due diligence.
1: And let me move to that. Last term you just used data governance because although many business professionals, not compliance professionals, will understand, yes, third party, we've been told third party risks are one of our highest risks and we need to manage that. Yes, we understand our vendors in a variety of areas, but they don't understand the kind of the full scope of data governance. So I was wondering if you might be able to tell us one, how do you kind of explain to people in your industry what data governance is? And then how does the smart RIA solution really help in data governance.
0: Data governance is the umbrella that vendor due diligence resides with. And making it as simple as possible, data governance is a combination of the things that I just mentioned. So You have to have vendor due diligence where you're collecting multiple different types of information on the vendors that you're working with. You're showing that you're reporting on that on a yearly basis, and et cetera. It's also who has access to those vendors, you know, and it's what devices they're using to access that data. And it's also just in general, what is the whole picture of the different types of data that you're using? So There's CRM data in our industry, things like portfolio management and billing and performance. What are the different types of client data and company data that you're using as a business? How are they accessed? Through which vendors are they accessed and who has access to them?
1: You mentioned regulators in this process. And obviously in regulated industries, it means you have regulators, but you said something else. I don't think we've met before this call, but in every speech I've given since 2010, I've said the three most important things in any compliance program are the following, document, document, document. And you talked about that in terms of the regulators. So what do you see the regulators, and in this case, the Securities and Exchange Commission, really wanting from your clients in terms of documentation and how does the Smart RIA platform really help in that phase of what your clients have to do?
0: You use a quote that I've heard many people use and I've heard different ways of saying it, but the one that I've heard the most is, if it isn't documented, it didn't happen. So if you are giving it your best to maintain your compliance obligations, if you're doing everything that you're supposed to do. But when you go through an audit or an exam, you can't show that you did it. It doesn't matter that you did it. And the regulators don't have the ability in that situation to give you the benefits of empathy. They can feel it, but that isn't their job. What their job is, is to see that you've documented that you did what you say you did. So the solutions that you use, whether it's Excel and Dropbox or paper or a solution like Smart RIA, you have to use those in a way that allow you to document every single thing that you're doing. And SmartRIA RIA is built from the ground up to do that, whether it's an actual file, a PDF, a Word document, an Excel document to a workflow that's gone between multiple people or a single person to a data alert that in our industry, for example, a client account hasn't been traded in for over a year, which would indicate that the fiduciary responsibility of the advisor hasn't been met. They aren't doing the work that they're getting paid for. All different kinds of things that can happen. You have to indicate that it did happen and that you fixed it or that you did the work that you were supposed to do in in the first place.
1: Smart RIA has a phrase that I thought was great, and you got a little trademark note by it on your website. So I'm going to say it's trademark, but I'm going to quote it because I think it's so great. And that's software as a partnership. Can you explain what that means?
0: So the origin of that is we care a lot about customer service. We care a lot about the experience of our customers. We're not a perfect company, but we work to make sure that our customers know that we care and that we'll do the work to take care of them. And that has led to multiple customers saying, yours is a a unique relationship for us. You're more like a partner than a software vendor. And we heard that often enough that we decided to get a registered trademark On software as a partnership. And really what it means is that we are more than a vendor and a good technology solution has to react to what's happening in their industry. It has to react to changing needs, customers, and to feedback from the customers. And it truly is a partnership to be able to succeed.
1: Let me turn to down the road, maybe 2025 or beyond. Where do you see the technological innovations that you and Smart RIA have going in your industry? And this do you see this developing either further technological solutions for the compliance issues that your clients face?
0: First and foremost, the evidence is that regulatory involvement in every industry is not going to decline. It's going to increase in volume. It's going to increase in terms of the speed at which it's growing and the fines for failing to maintain compliance are also increasing. So it's not a problem that's going away. In terms of Smarter IA in terms of registered investment advisor space and the governance risk and compliance space in general across every industry, there is an increasing need for cybersecurity related evidence and tracking of what's happening in that space data governance vendor due diligence is one part of that it's it's a critical part of that but that part of compliance management is going to become more and more important over time integrated risk management is a term that was coined by Gartner and Gartner Considers cybersecurity and IT management to be at the core of everything else. So all of the compliance obligations and data governance obligations that different industries and companies have, at the core, they keep on coming back to IT and cybersecurity. I think that as our society continues to digitize is going to become even more important. And also Smart RIA does a lot of data analytics behind the scenes in our platform to find and call out and remediate the issues that are happening within a given company. And data analytics is going to become more and more important. Collaboration across compliance issues is going to become more and more important. Scalability, ease of use. it's one of the things that we're really obsessed with and constantly working to make better. Compliance is, is really complex and frustrating. And if you make it hard to manage inside of a technology solution, you're not doing any favors to your customers. You have to make it easy. And so that's going to be an increasing focus. I could go on, but those are the few, a few of the things that leap to mind.
1: Not only could you go on, each one of those individual items could be the subject of an entire podcast. Believe me, because I've been thinking about those a lot too. But unfortunately, we're near the end of our time for this episode, Mac. But I was wondering before we go, if anyone wanted more information on yourself, on Smart RIA, or really any of the topics you've talked about today, where could they go? Smart RIA.com. We did recently finally
0: acquire that domain that a hyphen in the middle, but If you go to our website, smart-ria.com, you can learn a lot about us. You can find us on LinkedIn and other social media. And I also am on social media across the spectrum. And the one thing that we didn't talk about that I do want to just very briefly mention is that compliance solutions are never going to, not in our lifetimes, are compliance technology solutions going to replace professionals in the compliance field? and that's something that we also do is to provide a platform for compliance professionals to work with their clients through our platform.
1: And I would just add even if you're not in a regulated industry, I would urge you to go check out their website because in their resources under blogs, they have some really interesting blogs and some interesting ideas that I see a lot of applicability to non-financial institutions, non-investment advisors, commercial corporations, private companies and others. So kudos for having some great resources out there, really, for the entire compliance community. In fact, this has been a really a pleasure, and I hope that we can continue this conversation.
0: Absolutely. My pleasure, Tom, and thank you.
1: If you want to stay up to date on the latest innovations in compliance and help your business run more efficiently, subscribe to this podcast and help spread the word by leaving a review.